Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Bell, yeah. Ken Shampo, it's KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. More of us, more and more of us. Yeah. Get that app. Not enough us in anywhere. the world. Not enough. You can use that app, by the way, to leave a moist line message. There's a talkback feature indicated by a little microphone. If you want to do it that way, we do review those messages for possible airplay tomorrow on the moist line. There's also the uh, voicemail. The toll-free number is one 877 moist Six six four seven eight eight six. All the border wars are heating up. We'll talk about the Texas governor coming out strong today. They're worried about the end of uh, Title Forty Two leading to a real mass number of migrants heading into the United States. In fact, all fifty Republican members of the United States Senate are holding up a COVID funding bill over Title Forty Two and the whole immigration issue. We'll get into that. Coming up, but we'll start with uh, Russia 
versus Ukraine. A few things happened today, but one of the stories we talked about before the war began was the idea that Russia was not only going to bring in tanks and troops and planes and everything else, they were also going to bring in something a little interesting, mobile crematoriums. And the theory was that they wanted to quickly burn the bodies of those killed to uh, cover their tracks. In fact, the claim now from the city council in Mariupol is that the Russians are even burning up the civilian Ukrainians that they're killing to cover their tracks. Maybe not just their own troops. Oh, yeah. They're actually, they're actually burning the bodies. So unlike what we saw with the Ukrainian president showing us what happened in that, uh, that town outside of Kiev, where there were just bodies in the streets, maybe in some other places the, the Russians are just quickly burning the bodies so no media can pick up images. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Putin realizes that uh, the, the, the images are so, so vicious and frightening that you know, he's, got, he's got to take that weapon away from the West and from the media. So they're going to start feeding more bodies into the uh, crematorium. I mean, this is getting more like the Nazis every day. Oh, in terms of the tactics, the tactics, the imagery. I mean, from from the, the savagery. Uh, for, yeah, from the swastikas the burned on the back of the women to to now crematoriums to uh, get rid of uh, their bodies. I mean, it's just it's just horrific. You know, I was thinking today. So a lot of these Russian soldiers are very young, right? And some yeah. of them ran off and said they didn't know what they were getting into. But all these all these soldiers, you know, teens and twenties. They easily could have lived their lives at home, right? And I guess they would have had a normal Russian man's life. Yeah. Whatever that is. Not okay. much different from most, you know, Western countries in a way. You know, you'd end up getting married, having kids, living in a house, you have a job, right? And now look what they're doing. Look at the viciousness here. This is stuff they wouldn't do if they were still home, right? I mean, be a few criminals, but for the most part... What is lurking inside what seems to be peaceful human nature, especially men, that suddenly when you're motivated properly, you're whipped up into a frenzy, you're under orders, you feel like you're defending the homeland, you're going after the... Look what guys are capable of doing. They never would have done this otherwise. It's just it's just like the, the young Nazis too, right? If there was no Hitler and he didn't whip up the whole country into this hatred against Jews and everybody else, he would never have dreamed as an eight-year-old kid that there were going to be marching people into concentration camps and, and, and showers, gassing them, sending their bodies to crematoriums. And, and you realize it's a really thin line between civilization and completely depraved violence. It's yeah. the same people, and you put them in a, a different circumstance. Is and and this, I guess, this lurks in a lot of people, a lot of young men. This is what they're capable of. They can just go off and do this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, certainly there's been plenty of American soldiers over the years who've committed terrible atrocities, and sometimes it leaks out. This though seems to be system wide. Well, remember the name General Mark Milley? Yeah. Yeah, one of the top Pentagon officials. I enjoyed this story today. Back in early February, he said, oh, the Russians will take over Ukraine within 72 hours. Ukraine doesn't have a military to put up much of a fight. It'll be over quickly. 
Today, he revised his prediction, now says this could go on for years. But that would be a complete extreme 180, wouldn't it? Because these people don't know what they're no, talking about. They don't know anything. They don't know anything. Yeah, but they're supposed to have the top intelligence reports well, to be able to predict the, these things better. The intelligence stinks. Might as well be trying to predict the Super Bowl. I, yeah, no, no, they, they don't. These people in government are not good at their jobs. The intelligence is horrible. And how many times has the intelligence been horrible surrounding a major event in the last uh, 25 years? How many times have they blown it? Well, we know last summer it was pretty bad with Afghanistan. Right. Oh, yeah. The thinking was, oh, yeah, the Afghan military can hold them okay. off for a while, hold off the Taliban. I'm, that was over in within 72 hours. And the thing is, we put trillions of dollars into Afghanistan and Iraq. Do we put anything into Ukraine? Yeah. And, and I, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, that's right. We didn't train the Ukrainians. We trained the Iraqis. We trained the, uh, the Afghans. No. And, and, both the Iraqis and the Afghan uh, soldiers uh, fled. They folded up fast. But our training stinks. Our analysis stinks. Our intelligence stinks. It's all these government blockheads. They're no good. It's it, it's shocking over and over and over again how bad they are. But you'll see the, the next uh, weird world event news story. We're going to hear about intelligence experts. We're going to hear about their predictions. What's likely to happen? Everybody just keeps playing the game. Nobody ever stops and says, we're no good at this. Now, there's a report in the New York Times, which may surprise people. Some Ukrainians are returning. We know that millions fled the country. And the reason some are returning kind of has something to do with what we were just talking about. They think the war could go on for years. They'd rather come home and try to live their life as best they can, defend their homeland, than to spend years as a refugee. See, some of them probably thought this could be over quickly either way, so I'll leave the country and get out of harm's way. I mean, even if the Russians win, all right, then I've just got to accept my new life out of the country. But now that Ukraine has held off the Russians, they're thinking, well, maybe I can go back home. And they are. Apparently by the thousands, they're returning to Ukraine. How about that for another turnaround? Some of them ran out of money. And yeah, some, that's another I thing, mean, yeah. Poland is full. Poland took in 2 million refugees. Where do you put them? Uh, where are they going to live? They're going to run out of money. The kids, where are the kids going to go to school? And then I thought, of, though, that other countries were supposed to take them. Like the U.S. is taking some, and some other European yeah. countries said that they were going to agree to take refugees and a they would be spread around the globe. But they poured into Poland. Now, I read about one uh, woman. She went to Czechoslovakia with her kids, and she's college-educated. She's a teacher. She goes to Czechoslovakia. There are no jobs for her, she said, because I don't speak their language. I could be a cleaning lady. I don't want to do that. It's not what I want to do with my wife, be a cleaning lady. So she's taking her kids and coming back. Because you're, when you're a refugee and you don't speak the language, you are at the bottom now. You're cleaning toilets. Yeah, it's a difficult life. Yeah. It's like they'd rather return and just take their chances coming back. Yeah. Be uh, because you 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 can, you know, you can't get work and you don't have money. And you're not going to get money. We're, we're, who's going to hire you? It's not like there are 2 million job openings for people who don't speak Polish in Poland. It's it's not easy being a refugee. And one other quick note before we take a break. 
we'll have more on Russia and Ukraine, including the story that I'm comparing to John Cobelt. If you want to know what that is, a Wisconsin woman. Uh, the first NATO country to send real important military equipment to Ukraine and its tanks is the Czech Republic. They're providing T-72 tanks Good. and armored infantry vehicles following Zelensky's plea for help. At least a dozen T-72 tanks have been transferred to Ukraine and a bunch of what they call BVP-1 infantry fighting vehicles. The Czech Republic, uh, that's a NATO country, so that's why it's significant. It's sort of well, they all NATO the, involvement closer to, the, uh, to all, the front. All the NATO countries, I, I read in one story that Ukraine is using up a week's worth of uh, of of uh, ammunition and uh, weaponry in uh, in a day. That's why he's he's begging so much for more reinforcements because they're yes. fighting so hard. They're they're using up the tools that they have. Yeah, apparently so far NATO has given them anti tank and anti craft missiles. They've given them small arms, some protective equipment. Remember, Germany was going to send helmets. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. But they never offered any heavy armor or fighter jets. That's why the Czech Republic is standing that's, out because they're the first to send something really huge like yeah. this. Well, that's what they need is fighter jets. Those fighter jets that Poland wanted to give. Uh, uh, yes, they wanted to Ukraine. transfer them right through Germany. Uh, there are fighter jets that they have. Yeah, and that, that, that's well, what's They might necessary. be old Russian fighter Look, jets. Look, either, either play to win or you don't. All right, uh, we got more coming up on Russia versus Ukraine. John and Ken show KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we'll be talking about uh, the border, U.S.-Mexico, and the expected end of Title 42 border restrictions. It has led to a big moment in Congress, particularly in the United States Senate. It has also led to a strong reaction from the Texas governor, Greg Abbott. We'll talk about all this coming up after the news at 430 there's a story in the New York Times that more Russians are considering the cost of the war in Ukraine because they're starting to see dead young men coming home and being buried. There's a picture of a farewell ceremony for a 21-year-old soldier killed in Ukraine by the name of Sergei Sokolov and his family grieving around his coffin. There were interviews with various Russians in the article starting to wonder what are we really doing here? Because, I mean, the war is, what, six, seven weeks old, but now the bodies are starting to come back and people are starting to notice, they're starting to wake up in Russia that this wasn't a simple peacekeeping mission to rid Ukraine of Nazis or whatever the hell else they were believing, that this is really one ugly war. So that's one potential thing that could grow. But I, I, I think you had said this yesterday, you think this is going to go on for years. Because they, your... the Ukrainians don't have enough to beat the Russians. They have and the enough. Russians won't simply quit, right? Right. Uh, I, 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 I don't understand why anybody thinks Putin will ever back off, because he would, ne he will never admit defeat. It's, it's too humiliating. I, I, and so it's going to require something from the outside to happen, or this is going to grind on, and Putin will just systematically destroy city after city, you know, suburb after suburb. He'll just they destroy all the buildings. That 7,000 Russian troops have been killed, although Russia puts the number at only 1,000. 
they said the same thing happened with their long war in Afghanistan, the Soviet war, that a lot of information was withheld about the number of deaths. People had no idea how bad the toll had grown. Um, and there were another story. They were apparently want to sanction Putin's daughters, but there's not a lot that's known about them. He's got two grown daughters. I didn't know that the wife he had, the marriage lasted until 2013, and she was a flight attendant on Aeroflot. I guess that's how he met her. The wife that he had these two daughters with. Yeah. Uh, she the one that was sent to Siberia, the ex-wife? Uh, it doesn't say that in the story, but the daughters, are nobody knows even what they look like because Putin has decided for security reasons, you're not going to find out this stuff. They're hidden away somewhere, but allegedly the U.S. and other Western nations are trying to figure out if they can sanction them, whatever assets they have, whatever connections they have outside the country. They're trying to put pressure on them. So they're going to whine, Daddy, Daddy, I can't travel. Yes. They're older, though. I think they're in their 20s and 30s. Oh, they are. Yes, they're, yeah. they're grown, two grown women. There are a couple of scattered pictures. They're quite beautiful. Yeah. You like yeah. the Russian look, huh? Oh, Eastern European Russian look, yeah. That's your heritage. That's uh, those are those are my people. Well, those are my women. We're, we're going to do the story. I said that. Uh, well, I thought of you. There's a woman in Wisconsin. She does have Russian heritage, and she's been charged with strangling her eight-year-old son to death. Well, I, you, I, you thought of me. You didn't let me finish the whole story. Well, you stopped there as if that was the connection. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. well, why not? <laughs> Her name is Natalia Alexandrova Hitchcock, 41 years old. She choked him unconscious on March 30th. She apparently also attacked a second child. She confessed to the investigators that she strangled her youngest boy and also held her 11-year-old son's head underwater this in a is, bathtub. This is horrible. Can we, can we uh, go to the connection to me? Well, all right. Uh, they're referring to the, because the kids aren't named, they're minors, victim one and victim two, and then somebody described as witness one. Witness one told a cop that the war in Ukraine appeared to be taking a toll on the mental health of this woman. Um, she doesn't have any previously diagnosed mental illnesses. Do you want me to get to the... Okay, here it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Within the last several days, this woman, her name is Hitchcock, has been buying survival gear, camping <laughs> stove, fuel. She wants to buy knives and guns. She's preparing for the end. Now do you see the connection? Okay, all right, that part I can see. They now think it may have really led to her being completely unhinged and maybe lashing out at her own children. No, I'm... I'm She's I'm, purchasing extra food. A camping stove. She's bought more fuel. She's stocking up. Those, those so are this is two Wisconsin. Separate by the way. issues here. <laughs> Preparing for uh, some kind of an attack is different from murdering your family. But it's one step from being unhinged. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I got to agree with Ken. I'm a little worried about you. And now I I think John has a better case to make because this woman is in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin. What are the chances that Putin would send a nuke that way? Sheboygan uh, Falls? Yeah, there's no reason I take out Sheboygan Falls. You're worried that L.A. will be on the hit list. Oh, so that's, that's absolutely on the list. I mean, it's a, it's the U.S. government has six cities listed as most likely to get hit. L.A. is one of them. Right. 
She also couldn't book a flight to Russia to see her parents. That also made her angry. And she started to drink alcohol. Okay. She does have mental illness. It just was never diagnosed. Uh, Okay. And... (laughs) I mean, the proof is the strangling of the kids. There's your mental illness right there. Yes, she apparently was concerned, too, that they might try to take her kids away from her. And isn't that the weirdest thing? In some cases, unhinged people like this, they end up hurting the kids because they're afraid the kids will be taken from them. It doesn't make sense, but it actually happens more often than you think. Yeah, I know. I know. Those stories uh, pop up occasionally. Yeah, it's, it's like psycho paranoia. There's so many things that go wrong in the human brain. I mean, almost all our problems in the world has to do with mental illness. Oh, you know, wow. This story goes, holy mackerel, goes even deeper. She was complaining that in public, people are looking at her strange mm. and felt that people looked at her like she's a Russian spy. She also felt people from the dark web were going to take her kids away. All even right. the Russians might come and take her that, kids all right, away. That's schizophrenia. I know. Well, that's like. She believed her youngest child was the most vulnerable. Yeah, that um, that's definitely a schizophrenic. It's like the people. So who, she killed the younger kid. The older kid, she's the one she stuck under the bathwater just to try to uh, scare him. I don't, they, it makes no sense. There, there wasn't a, a newborn involved, right? No, it, it sounds uh, like some of those extreme postpartum cases too. No, I think it's an eleven-year-old and an eight-year-old. Yeah. I can't remember the age of the. Uh, no husband. Oh no, the father was at home. Yeah, yeah it's an eight-year-old and an eleven-year-old. Is the two boys she attacked. No, I have a feeling the father is witness one. They don't say who witness one is with all of this detail nice. about her. Yeah. Yeah, you got you gotta see that coming though. I mean, that doesn't just happen in a day. There there's a there's a long ramp that leads to uh that kind of a meltdown. Yeah. Uh. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken KFI John and Ken Show, John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, well, yesterday we spent a lot of time talking about uh, the Biden administration's plans to end Title 42. It's getting a lot more play because Title 42 has been helpful in holding back the migrant wave at the border. It's a health order dealing with the pandemic from the CDC, and it has allowed Border Patrol to turn aside about 50% of the migrants who mostly show up at the U.S.-Texas border. Uh, Exclusions include, for instance, the Ukrainians that are coming, but it's a lot of Mexican and Central American people who are told because of Title 42, we say that you are not going to get your asylum and they're turned aside. So next month, somewhere near the end of May, the Biden administration is going to end Title 42. And of course, the thinking is, well, the pandemic's pretty much over. We don't need that special protection anymore. But a number of border state governors, senators, congressmen are saying, well, then what's the plan? Because as we talked yesterday to Brandon Judd, who's the president of the Border Patrol Council, which is the union for the agents, you're not going to believe how overwhelmed we're going to be Once we can't use Title 42 to keep people out of the United States who have asylum requests or whatever else they're planning to do. So the big development in the last 24 hours, and I'm looking at a picture, I think uh, Trump calls him Old Crow. Did you know that, John? Or who do you think Old Crow is? Old Crow? Yes. Do you know we get the Trump emails? 
Uh, the Johnny Ken show, they come, boy, sometimes they're coming like 20 a day. Yeah, yeah. I they're often brief. They're just endorsements usually. but Usually he's begging for money. But one day I noticed he called this politician Old Crow. Who That's Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Mitch McConnell does look like a cadaver. John says he has no chin, which is. He has no chin and no lips. And he's got a kind of a baggy neck. Yeah, not. So the whole thing is a little strange, and he and, talks peculiar. And he's almost 80. Uh, I mean, he kind of talks like flesh. Yeah, he's. Uh, he is elderly, right? They all well, are. he made the announcement, and it looks like all 50 Republican senators are not going to allow this COVID funding bill to go through unless they do something about Title 42. They're all, they're all it looks like that uh, that fool Mitt Romney had reached, had reached an agreement with Chuck Schumer on a new COVID bill. Billions of dollars for therapeutics, vaccines and testings. They're about to go on their Easter break and then suddenly this happened. And it looks like even Romney agrees that they're not letting this bill advance unless there's an amendment as McConnell puts it on Title 42. This is a disaster. And I I mean, remember the revolts not that long ago about illegal immigration? And there was far fewer people coming over the border than now. But you had the news media covering it consistently. Yes. You know, because because Bush started the trouble. He He's the one who started the modern era of illegal immigration overload. And so the media was happy to put George Bush in a bad light. And Democrats used to agree that excessive immigration is is a bad thing and then everybody went woke and now outside of fox none of the networks none of the regular news media covers this immigration issue very much at all they do not even though the numbers are off the charts but like a lot of russians are learning through the grapevine about the atrocities in ukraine oh i see more and more people here in america even though we have censored propaganda news media for the most part are figuring it out, and the polling on this issue is horrendous for Biden. There, you know, yeah, apparently a poll came out today that uh, I think it was 56, 57 percent want to keep Title Forty Two in place. I guess it's explained to people because most people don't know what that no, is. No, they don't know what Title Forty Two is. Uh, Greg Abbott says, "What is the plan?" No, this is the plan. The plan <laughs> is to to flood the country with millions of immigrants. That's what the purpose is, and they don't care. See, obviously, you watched Biden yesterday, right? He's shot. He's done. And everybody on the inside knows they're going to lose the House, possibly the Senate. Biden's not running for re-election. Nobody wants Kamala Harris. There's a huge reset coming in in the next. Yeah, there's one, definitely one, a void there. Next one to three years. So what they're doing is cramming every progressive, oh I see. wet dream possible. They're the going open for border dream. Yeah, they're going for broke on this and, and other stuff too because they're going to be out of power for for quite a while. And they know that a lot of their crap is discredited, right? To fund the police is discredited. Discredited, for example, you know these 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 idiot district attorneys are discredited. They're getting they're getting recalled. Their economic policy is discredited because of all the inflation. So all their massive spending bills are going to stop. But you know they're they're trying to push everything through anyway. And so and- the the Texas governor announced today that any undocumented migrants released into his state will be shipped to the steps of the U.S. Capitol. He says, we have charter buses. We're already setting it up. We will drop off the migrants in Washington, D.C. Yeah. He held a news conference to make this announcement. They're sending them to the U.S. Capitol. Yeah, they ought to to take them to all the wealthy suburbs in Virginia and Maryland where all the 
government workers who make six-figure salaries off the taxpayers, where they live, all their pristine, precious, upper-middle-class, NPR-listening neighborhoods, that's where they all, all the immigrants ought to be taken to and, and say, hey, take care of these people. Be compassionate, why don't you? And if you think this is hype, W. Nim Kid, that's the person's name, W. Nim Kid, is chief of the Texas Division of Emergency Management. They said they have 900 buses lined up Good. ready for evacuations. Yeah, you know what? It's wartime now over this immigration issue. Now you got to take on the Biden administration. The Texas National Guard says they're putting razor wire and low water crossings that whatever they can do to keep back the flow, they will do. Yep. I don't know how this conflicts with Border Patrol's duties. but Because do you remember the Haiti crowd? What was that, 15,000? Yeah. And the that looks so big. Imagine now we might get uh, you know a million and a half, two million. Right. This is going to be insane. This is going to be so they have to do something dramatic. The Republicans ought to tie up every bill they can. And yeah, uh, Abbott and the other states ought to send uh, buses, uh, planes, whatever they have to do. Drop them all in Washington, D.C. Drop them among all those left-wing progressives in the suburbs. Let Make, make, make them, their kids, uh, go to school with all the migrant kids. So the next story I'm about to tell you that dealing with all of this might seem like a joke or a parody. I'm promising you right now, it is not. Remember I said that some senators, including uh, Mark Kelly from Arizona, are asking, what's the plan if we drop Title 42? You want to know what the plan is? All the migrants are going to get cell phones, courtesy of the U.S. government. <laughs> that was announced today. Jen Psaki was asked about it at the press briefing. <laughs> yes. They'll this be is, giving phones so we can check in on them. This, this is, yeah. This is on purpose. It's going to be 2 million migrants coming over the border. 2 million in a short period of time, everybody gets a free phone, and 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 communities are going to get overwhelmed. I I and, and this is going to get almost no coverage outside of Fox News. So she claims that they can use the smartphones phones to track them, but Peter Ducey from Fox says, "What if they just throw the phones away? <laughs> they don't want to be tracked." Because once you release them, you we know what happens. They're not going to track two million people. That's a load of crap. See, this is considering well, more humane than giving them the well, ankle bracelet. Well, who, you see, who's going to? Who, yeah, who's going to track them? And if you track them, what do you do with the information? What's the point? What's the point of tracking them? What are you, What are you going to learn? What are you going to do with the information? How does that change anything? It's complete, absolute nonsense. These people are crazy, absolutely crazy. Apparently, the plan is they get the phone, and then th that way we can track them, and then they can go to any city in the United States that they choose and turn themselves into ICE for the next <laughs> phase of their application to these, stay these, in the U.S. These are, these are comedy writers. These are. Yeah. I remember Trump always talked about this, and he could never get the media to listen, but he said, that's been the problem at the border, especially with our asylum policies. People are just released into the country, told mm -hmm. to come back at a later date. They don't show. Yeah. Oh, they they have overnight planes that land at 2 in the morning, Jacksonville, Florida, White Plains, New York, in, in upstate New York. And and uh, the Post was tracking these planes landing in White Plains. Uh, they would do it on one side of the airport. Then they would track it. Then they would land the plane on the other side of the airport so they... So that right, that plane can't be uh, tracked or video recorded. Monitored, yeah, yeah, monitored. Yeah. They would do it behind a building, out of sight. 
because the Post was putting this on the front page and everybody was going crazy in Westchester County. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The, the latest on the Sacramento mass shooting story coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Remember that story a couple of weeks ago that there were South American gangs who were robbing homes? Mm. This has been going on for years. Steve Gregory was covering it. A number of them were from Chile. Well, it happened in Ventura County, and the homeowner beat the guy up. You should see the mugshot. Have you seen the mugshot of the guy uh, yeah. that they caught? He's got a big lump under his eye. <laughs> and it also looks there. like he's got meth face. He pummeled him. Yeah. We'll talk about all this in the 5 o'clock hour. Oh, plus a great story in the Wall Street Journal. There is some hope. And the headline is, Seattle has stepped back from the abyss. And we'll explain what that means. And when I say hope, uh, I mean this. John hates the word. And I, I understand why. But cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco, maybe. Just maybe could head in this direction someday. We'll explain what's happened in Seattle in terms of who's running that city now. And the fact that they changed their government. They'd had enough. And Seattle was the scene of all those uh, anarchists. Defund the police people. They took over a police station. Remember all that stuff that was going on just a couple of years ago? Well, things have changed. Um, this story's for Deborah Mark. Oh, I feel so lucky. We've talked about this before, but now the Los Angeles City Council's getting involved because, you know, they don't have enough to do. There's no problems in L.A. Look around. <laughs> right? What do you mean homelessness and crime? Ah, you're exaggerating. Uh, they are going to consider a resolution to support the all-important state measure, Assembly Bill 1881, the Dog and Cat Bill of Rights. Love it. And I looked at this and I said, well, what about the birds and, and John's iguana or whatever he's got there? Lizards? Lizards. Bearded dragons. Bearded dragons. This is just for dogs and cats. Gecko, too. Oh, my gosh. Assemblyman Miguel Sant... Who, by the way, they're all getting protection if we get nuked? <laughs> well, I have a hierarchy. <laughs> oh, is that it's, right? It's, well, my, my animal hierarchy it's is It's dog, effect, cat, huh? lizard, birds. Oh, the birds are on the bottom. Well, they're the most difficult to take down. Uh, do you mean to corral to? Well, yeah. See, they, uh, my, my son built a three cage condominium for them. I don't have any idea how, uh, there's no way to carry that thing down two flights of stairs. Well, you have time, figure it out. Well, so no, we're only, help you. We're only going to get a 30 minute siren. But you have us. time now. You can practice how to expedite that. Do some dry runs. <laughs> Yes. I think one day That's we're going to spend idea. a whole hour on all that you've done to prepare for yeah. the... oh, it. Be, pictures it, to rather, post. Uh, it could be educational or amusing, depending on your point of view. Well, sure. I'm, 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 uh, I told you, the Geiger counter is the last thing. It's supposed to show up any day now. Yes. You're very proud of the Geiger counter. Yeah. It's expensive. I'll, I'll bring it in. No, not, the Geiger counter is not that expensive. The, the two big expenses were the, uh, the month's supply of food. For yeah. four, and the um, the uh, air purifier that'll uh, handle nuclear particles. What are you going to do for meat with the food supply? Um, well, there's you eat meat. I mean, what else do you eat? Well, I could go through the menu of these uh, freeze-dried packages that we got. There's a lot of pasta dishes. But there are no burgers. What are you going to do? No, there's not going to be any burgers. No steak. Look, I'm... Um, and what about bagels every day? Fresh bagels uh, every day. I get bagels, bagels either. There's a nuclear war out there. 
Hey, he's just going to have to uh, Look, I, I, even, even I have to sacrifice. Mm. So the, the dog and cat bill of rights, and here's what it provides. They make sure that dogs and cats are free from exploitation, cruelty, neglect, and abuse. No one's going to argue that. Yeah, I know. A life of comfort, free of fear and anxiety. So if you have an anxious dog, you know, you could be in violation of this bill. (laughs) You can't make a dog. You must give the dog or cat daily mental stimulation and appropriate exercise. Oh, stop it. Now this is intrusive. This would be great. You could turn in your neighbors. What do I have to do to give mental stimulation? Play ball with the dog. Talk Talk to to the dog. Exactly. I have to talk to the dog? You don't talk to your dog. You don't talk to your animal. Well, I see a lot of my neighbors. Well, I talk say to things dogs. like "get talk off." Talk to my dogs. Oh, yeah. well, that's not. No, that that is <laughs> not off. a nice thing it's to like, say. It's like no, you already had one. <laughs> he begs. He uh, begs for treats from me all day, and it's like no, you already had one. Yeah, there were some and dogs he understands. He turns around, he slunks his head down, and walks away. <laughs> that actually mad. sounds like your dog barking there. It's kind of that size, right? Yeah. Uh, nutritious food, sanitary water, and shelter. In an appropriate and safe environment. Right. I mean, preventive and therapeutic health care. I don't know what that is. Getting your dogs or cats vaccinated. Getting checkups, right. Yeah, making sure preventative means you've they gone to, to a vet for... lately. You know what that's like. Oh they, yes, I do. They make you wait six hours. Well, that's an emergency. Oh, they make you wait even if not. Not, you can't get a you can't get a uh, uh, an appointment. Yeah, for that's weeks. a whole other story. There is a vet shortage. There's something funky going on ever since the COVID. Uh, the pandemic, it's it is ludicrous. It is. It's really bad. You cannot oh. get a vet appointment for weeks and weeks and weeks. And oh, Ken, if you sad. have an emergency, I, I did, and they said if your dog is stable, you will wait four to six hours. So I don't have four to six hours to just sit in my car with my pet and wait. Even if you uh, call in the middle of the night, they tell you you're going to sit in the parking lot for six hours. But the dog's bleeding to death. Well, that would be unstable. So they then you triage. Pro- I said yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you have to provide health care, including spaying and neutering, to prevent unwanted litters. If it's passed, it has to be posted at animal shelters and rescue groups. Failure to do so would be a fine of up to $250. Wait, wait. But the rest of this doesn't sound like there's any enforcement of making wait, sure that is, pet owners with, actually... Why do they like to fine businesses for not posting stupid signs? Money? What do you... Th- yeah, that's exactly right. Well, of course, at, at uh, animal shelters and rescue groups, they're going to do this without being told by the idiots in government. Why don't you go out to the trailers? Why don't you go visit the gang guys who have pit bulls that they've trained to kill people? Why don't you go enforce the law there? Put up your stupid sign. Such nonsense. All right, we will return. The 5 o'clock hour is here. We're going to update you on the Sacramento mass shooting. We're going to tell you what happened in Ventura County when apparently one of those... South American home burglar rings tried to strike at a house, and it didn't turn out well for the guy. It's all coming up. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.